Louis Chantel, an accidental leader with over 15 years of experience in the tourism and events industry, her name is often synonymous with Mont Tremblant tourism. She gets as much joy exploring nature as she does landing a big convention. She's a hiker, she's a supper, she's an enthusiast and a swimmer, living, working and playing in the beautiful Laurentian Mountains. Welcome MC, as we all know her, to the Illuminate Project podcast. There's the shot ski. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm making a deal question. with all of you guys. I think you should like sit it with you for the interview. Like have it right. Uh, like just rock it. It's <laughs> 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 like cutting it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the deal is though, the first live event that the four of us are at. Yeah. There's four shots. Uh, for us. Okay. okay. Ryan's going to have to kneel down though. No, no, we can go on our tippy toes or on the bar. <laughs> on the bar, <laughs> we can stand on the bar. Yeah, stand on the bar. Ryan stands, and we get on three stools. So, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to see you guys. I can't believe I'm on your podcast. Thanks oh. for inviting me. Is this your first <laughs> first video appearance since your big stage uh, <laughs> reveal at the event? <laughs> yes. Yes. I shared with uh, some friends at work that I was going to be doing a podcast and I was like all nervous, but I'm like, oh, I'm with my friends. and like, you're a celebrity now, MC. Well, we're like, like but, but I think <laughs> we feel good as well because we're like the David Letterman, like you, you accomplish something, you go right to the Right to the Illuminate project. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. I'm like, your big accomplishment. Now we get you first on our show. That's right. Yep. That's right. It's going to be a race. I think all the podcasts are in the event industry are popping say, up. How, so many other, be- how many other event podcasts do you listen to right now? They keep popping up. Oh, gosh. I'm not listening to any. Only yours. <laughs> That's you, good. That's, that's the perfect good answer. <laughs> is she and our staff? story. Is, is, there a, is there a listen from Trombla each time? I don't know. I'll have to check. It would be a rundle make sure. because I'm not in Trombla. I'm in like this little town. So if that Arundel person is me. Oh, yeah, there is. There is. Yeah, I told yeah. you guys. All right. Right. Tim was yeah. like, who yeah. is this person? I'm like, I think it's MC. Because <laughs> right? we get a lot Trumbla. of people that are like, like, oh, I'm a diehard listener. And then I like, I know exactly the little town they're in. And oh, I'm my like, Lord. I've never seen a listen. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> little town of more cattle than people. I'm, I'm the one listening. So MC, how's the what's the so you've been able to let the dust settle a little bit since your mm-hmm. your stage uh performance at the event which got rave reviews how what's the 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 after effect then besides got, being on our show yes uh the, <laughs> the after effect is uh feeling so proud uh of myself <laughs> to actually have been able to uh, speak that truth, especially at a time that we're living right now where mental health is, um, you know, really important. And um, I've gotten so many good feedback from people from the industry. And um, I was actually asked to share uh, my keynote with our office. So, yeah. So I shared that with our office. So, you know, I went from like a 300 person, um, you know, video conference to 40. So it was like really intimate and wow. uh, yeah, that's also, different. Now, very now who different. knew you were doing this? What kind of support system did you have in preparing for it? Uh, who knew I was doing it? Well, my, my immediate boss, um, who's a really close friend as well over the years, we've been working together five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't speak about it to, to many people in my um, 
in my family. I, I waited till afterwards. Mm-hmm. I did speak to a couple friends. So uh, my my spirit animal that you guys all know, uh, Delia, uh, <laughs> was one of my uh, practice people that I that I shared it with to see what she what she thought. And so yeah, she she was definitely a really good uh, um, help throughout that process. Oh, yeah. What what really struck me um, about that is just something that I've been thinking a lot about. Uh, both in my personal and professional life, but how important vulnerability is. And that's a really big part of leadership, a really big part of our of our industry, I think, especially in this last year. I think we've all been challenged or put to task about to be more vulnerable and to lead with vulnerability. Mm. Is that something that resonated with you? And, and what do you Absolutely. like what does that mean to you? It means growth. Yeah. It means growth in, in so many ways, you know, professionally uh, and personally, you know, when you let yourself be vulnerable, I think that's when doors open because you're not um, focusing on, on, on being something else. You, you're being authentic, you're being real and, right. and you're just, you know, I don't know the answers or whatever, right? You're just allowing yourself to be in that moment. So does that, um, so vulnerability means growth. Does is that you talking having gone through the experience and experiencing growth, or have you always? Um, mm. used Good question. That mantra. It's, it's easy it's after you new. go through it, right? To to talk from experience, but mm-hmm. um, would you have said that four months ago? Mm, well, no. I wouldn't have actually. We asked the hard-hitting questions on this show. That, that's <laughs> okay. It, <laughs> it's, what I, it's what I love. It's awesome. Uh, but no, I probably wouldn't have because when I auditioned for um, the opportunity to be a keynote speaker, I made a video which was all about um, my fear of public speaking. Mm-hmm. And then I dropped the bomb live on the show on, <laughs> at the event, like – I'm anorexic and you know, this is what's going on. And so a lot of the people that were on the, on the board that had selected me were like, what just happened? You know, but so <laughs> it, and I, I didn't even know that was going to happen. It was when Melissa who was, gosh, she's amazing. Melissa major. Yeah. She, she was yeah. really great in coaching us on how to, to do a brain friendly presentation. And um, before we got to meet her virtually, she sent us uh, homework and we had to do a brain dump on what we were going to talk about. And that's when I discovered that my fear of public speaking stems from the mental illness that I had been like shutting down and and thinking that I was taking control of of all of these years because, you know, it it would resurface and I would find a way to, you know, tame it and whatnot but I never really understood that all of my anxiety stemmed from that mm. you know the, the fear of not being witty enough funny enough pretty enough yeah. tall enough and you know charming enough yeah. and I think we all have this persona right in the industry that's the thing like when we go networking you know we do that big deep breath I mean I do it and then I like mm-hmm. put your game face on and you're in there and it's super fun and it's a it's a, I think it's a version of yourself for sure it's not to dis. Uh, like to dismay to dismiss it but but for sure there's something pretty incredible like when you peel that layer off your game face off and you say okay I'm gonna show you exactly what it is because I mean let's not kid ourselves a lot of people you're really well known in the industry so this was a huge bomb for a lot of people we had no idea <laughs> but it's also yeah, I feel closer to you now right oh, and there's something really beautiful about that 
Was it, um, you mentioned that you then did a kind of a smaller viewing party with your, your office. Was that, was that easier to go through the process the second time or was it different? It was so different. Uh, it, it was actually harder, bizarre, but it yeah. was harder because like I, I, I've worked with these people for five years, right? And uh, we've been virtual for a year. They haven't seen me in so long. And so, you know, I don't know what it's going to be like when I see them, but I, you know, people were just so welcoming. And so um, we, we had actually decided to do it at our, our weekly team meeting. And they scheduled me at the beginning of the weekly meeting. I'm like, I don't think you want to do that. I think maybe we should do it at the end. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to do it at the beginning. I'm like, all right. So we did it at the beginning and then silence. Did, and you, did you do it live again or was it? Yeah, yeah, live. Oh, you did. My I God. did it live. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So then it was just like silence and everybody's kind of like, okay, well, it's my turn to speak and I don't know. And then finally, the one of the, well, our, our general manager said, you know what? Thank you. I think we all kind of, you know, all want to say a word to you. And we're going to cancel the weekly meeting this week oh, because no. we can't talk oh. about anything else right now. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. And I mean, <laughs> you ripped the Band-Aid off and then put a Band-Aid on and ripped it off again. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It was, was cool. And I know we, you, you got a copy of the chat after the event. And, and for um, an industry event, how emotional the chat was and how supportive oh. the chat was. And, you know, three, four hundred people listening in. And do you think it was easier doing that in front of your industry peers versus a group of strangers? Or did you, you know, could you see the, see the chat? Could you feed off it as you were going along? Yeah, no, we couldn't see the chat. Thank God. We couldn't see the chat. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, but I'm so glad that I saw it after. And thank you, Ryan. I said this to you uh, in, a, in a text after the event, but I, as I saw them afterwards, Ryan had written, Tammy, you got to make sure that MC can see this. There's so much love in this chat and whatnot. So I read it afterwards and I thought that was really sweet that you wrote that. And um, so, sorry. Um, I think what brought me to, you know what? I was just ready. I was just ready. It didn't matter who the audience was. Um, yeah, I was just ready. I, I had done that process and I thought, you know what? If I'm going to be able to walk the rest of my life as a partner with my mental illness rather than a rival, mm -hmm. I need to just share it with the world. And you guys just happen to be that platform. And that's amazing because I love the industry and all the people mm -hmm. in it. So yeah. How does, the, how does the backdrop mm -hmm. of what, maybe I'm looking at this bigger than it really is, but how does the backdrop of what everyone, our industry and yourself personally and all of us have gone through with the pandemic and the crash of our industry, did that have any bearing on your personal experience going through through the um with melissa majors in the event and you know uh do you mean the like the connection with with the pandemic yeah like would if there was no pandemic would do you think you would have gone on the same course mm -hmm. no no because i don't know if you remember but when i when i first started speaking about um like when i started the the keynote i mentioned that it was the pandemic that right. made me look at myself in the mirror every day right. at right. this Zoom yes. meeting, yes. right? So that's when it hit me. And I was in all of these Zoom meetings at work and I was literally having anxiety. I had to turn off my camera or I got shaky voice. I got really sweaty and it was just, it was awful. And there was an elephant in the Zoom room and I, I was that elephant and it was really hard. So had we not had the pandemic, yeah, I would not have had this, you know, um, like epiphany with right. my with my mental yeah. illness so yeah 
silver lining. Yes. No, I mean, I think the pandemic, I think a lot of people have had to look inwards. It's been or had to a mirror um, figurative or real (laughs) reflecting back on them. And you see all the cracks or all the things that maybe you were pushing down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I resonate with that anyways a lot. Like I hear a lot of stories like that. I've lived it, you know, where I'm like, oh, that's the thing I've been ignoring, you know, because it was so easy to just keep going in the. In the yeah. That right. We going it, at. it forced us to slow down and, and, and look at patterns, hopefully, you know, some of us things that yeah. we might not want to bring back when the world comes back to a semblance of what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it is slowly. No. But on that note, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Okay. We're going to in- inaugurate you into our famous Crazy 8 Rapid Fire questions. Oh, dear. Are you ready? I think so. so. So what time do you typically get up? 5 a.m. Oh, my Lord. Okay. <laughs> that might be the earliest we've ever had on the show. Are you joking? Yeah, no, 5 a.m. And you need no kids. No, no kids. Let's, let's tell no kids. Sure I don't need to that's voluntary. This yeah, is, that's not. It's voluntary. <laughs> I have a morning ritual. I have to do it, and it's five a.m. Yeah, it's beautiful. Plans or no plans? Ugh, plans. Everyone always Everyone says it that way with like begrudgingly. Embarrassed <laughs> to see their plans. We are planners. Spontaneous <laughs> and okay. gone from my twenties. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so glass half empty or half full? Uh have full excellent yeah personal trainer or personal chef mm. ideally both i'm gonna say trainer okay yeah what sense do you rely on the most <laughs> of your five i'm thinking of common sense which was just yeah. god that was awesome yeah i can't, I can't yeah, remember that was... who said it but wow beautiful um <laughs> Amazing. I wish I relied on my common sense more often. <laughs> um, sight is my, uh, yeah, the one I rely awesome. on the most. Mm-hmm. I like it. Truth or dare? Um, dare? Hmm, a little different from the truth she did before. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> are, uh, your crazy eight is uh, which of the three? Biking, running, or swimming? Oh, swimming. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Sure. I yeah. follow you on Facebook. I know. Uh, and I wouldn't last... have said that a year ago, but anyway. Oh, no? No, no, no. Yeah. Hmm. It looks mm. fun. You make it look fun. Thank you. And lastly, are you surviving or thriving in the status quo? I'm thriving. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at myself too. It's awesome. <laughs> beautiful love it love it love it but to be truthful and authentic because i i pride myself on that i I try to do that every day remember to be authentic and and truthful there are days that it's a struggle right so so on you know big picture i'm thriving but there's days where it's survival mode and i think that's just being human so yeah yeah. for sure Mm. yeah so totally uh mary france mentioned following you on social media Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say 99% of your pictures are outdoors. Yes. Is that correct? <laughs> Pretty much. Are you interrogating her? Did you no, swear in the Bible? Just, maybe I was wrong. But I'm just I think saying, I answered correctly by saying yes. It's not like I've done like an official count, but I'm going to see it's <laughs> up in the 90s that they're outdoors. And that means a lot to you. Granted, you know, you're living in Tremblant and that's a big, uh, a big mm-hmm. element of where you live. 
Um, maybe you can talk a bit about what that, what the outdoor experience means to you and uh, especially more so in the past, you know, two years. Mm. Uh, you know, I've always said that uh, Tremblant is, you know, my workplace, my home, but it's my playground. It's where I just, just love to be able to, you know, walk out the door, even here in little town of Arundel, I walk out the door and just in my yard, you know, I'm able to go hike. And um, for me, being in nature is my spirituality. So it's really important for me um, to be able to play outside, whether it be climbing mountains or being on the water. Um, it's where I feel most grounded and it's where I'm able to go and meditate. So you know, I like being with people in the outdoors, but I really love being alone in the outdoors too. And I think, I think that you talk about pandemic silver lining, mm -hmm. but that the outdoors has been the only option for a lot of people during the pandemic. Yeah. Everybody you know, ran to the Restaurants are closed. And like, <laughs> everybody was in trouble. I was crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of people have maybe discovered that or rediscovered that um, during the pandemic because mm. they didn't have a choice. That was Amen. either be home or be in nature. Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we could tell too on the trails, you know, very close to yeah. my home, how many, you know, a lot of people were there. So a good thing I get up at 5am because that's when I was on the trail. There was oh, less traffic. Nobody's out there at that hour. No, 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 no. <laughs> Didn't see with her headlamp. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, you might even like Tip Talks. Tip Talks is a custom podcast tailored to your event. And a great way to highlight your speakers before your event actually starts. And we'd love to help you figure all that out and make your event an even better ROI experience for your sponsors and your participants. So if you want to hear more, you can check us out on our website at switchidea.co. We talk about that, that shift to the outdoors. What about you? And like, let's fast forward here. Let's say a year from now when we're all come back. Um, after everything you've gone through the year in the last year and a half through the pandemic and your, your event um, keynote session and kind mm -hmm. of, you, you know, admitting to yourself um, about your vulnerability, how do you think that's going to change your outlook on our industry and, and the way you approach your job in a year from now? Mm. Wow. That's a, that's a really We're good bringing out the heavy hitter <laughs> questions, right? You really are. I, I had 15 minutes to think about you. that one. So they let me go last. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, something I said to my, um, to my boss, we had our, our evaluations and uh, I said to her that something that I learned this past year is that work-life balance is no longer, um, like it's just non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. That like, I need to be able to do that to be able to function. So I do know that traveling is going to come back again and there's going to be, you know, uh, events and whatnot, but the, 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 the constant being on mm -hmm. I just, I just can't like, that's something I, I don't want to come back. Like to feel that I have to answer an email at 9 PM. No, the world's not going to end. And I'm sorry, planner, if you feel it will, but, <laughs> but <laughs> it won't. <laughs> I mean, somebody has got to lead the way with that. Cause we, we do it to ourselves. Right. And I think about yeah. like the, the travel schedules now, I'm not going to rush home at like midnight. I'm going to take maybe the flight the next day, going to like enjoy the last night and, and if it costs an extra couple hundred bucks to stay a night, I'm going to do that just because um, it's it, we're always running. And then you get back to the office. Always. You never have yeah. time to rest. No. And I hope that not only we'll be kinder to ourselves, but that our management teams will allow us to be kinder to ourselves. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think they'll have a choice. I think they'll have to be. Otherwise, right? people are going to be to move. Yeah. People, people are going to be, there's going to be a lot of moving around after this and people aren't going to put up with that anymore. I don't think. 
Yeah, but we have to hold ourselves accountable because we are the, you know, this kind of rat race that and this like spinning hamster wheel that we created, Mm -hmm. it was self-propagated. I mean, we did this. I feel like I feel responsible, like, you know, where I I just like, I got to answer this email at 9 p.m. I mean, why? What am I doing? Yeah, (laughs) catch yourself in it, too. Did you did that hamster wheel come in because I have a hamster behind me right now? No, no. I didn't even see it. I've got one upstairs too. I am babysitting a hamster right now and praying that my dog does not get a hold of it. it Oh my goodness. (laughs) Don't let them get close either because those little things have little heart attacks when they see a big nose like sniffing at them. It happened to me. Uh, They're only three bucks or something. (laughs) A heart attack. I just visualized It's not mine. Remind you, I'm babysitting it. If I return it or return a different color, I think that's (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> you bet you the guy at the pet shop like it happens all the time <laughs> probably people yeah. are specific about the coloring he's like oh god another one <laughs> <laughs> another lost hamster in the walls mm. anyway, um, so we do you have any pets with you do you have any no pets? no hmm. no okay. we used to have a dog um he's since passed um and we decided not to get another one but we're 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 thinking about it now like we're both working from home my partner um started working from home officially uh, in december so pre-covid that was his reality um and now that we're both home and uh i'll probably be staying home working from home like we'll have a satellite office for those that don't need to be at the office anymore so that's, nice. that's good i think that's awesome um, so yeah, maybe it's time for a But dog. you weren't joking. When you said you go outdoors uh, alone, you go alone. I go alone. Sometimes Ben comes, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, so maybe to leave it on a high note, what are you most looking forward to as things are opening up and we're coming back? Uh, seeing you guys for real, like this, this <laughs> screen, like I want to see people in 3d. I want to be able to, you know, hang out at the lobby bar and <laughs> catch up with people. Oh, I'm lobby looking bars. forward. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm also looking forward to travel. Um, and I'm looking forward to fan trips and trauma showing people why I love where I am. And right? people are yeah. going to be jumping at that even more so than before, right? Because of the na- natural aspect. And yeah, yeah I hope so. Mm-hmm. So that actually leads me perfectly into our next segment called okay. temporary or transformational. Mm. So in your mind, as we talk about fam tours, what are your, do you feel that virtual site tours are temporary or transformational? Oh God, I hope they're temporary. I hope they're temporary because I mean, I think that a certain part of it's going to stay just because it's not always easy for people to travel. So I think that, you know, we, we need to be able to, to offer that um, possibility, uh, but nothing beats uh, in person fam trip. Right. So yeah, I'm hoping that that's the, the, the normal that'll come come back for sure yeah i don't really have an answer at, well i mean i think i think it's both right I think it'll be both a time and a place for a virtual quick little visit just when it's not cost effective to fly exactly out. so i think we need to be ready to do that but yeah so have you been doing a lot of them lately uh not really no um but it's starting to pick up now so we're gonna we haven't done any fam tours but site visits you know to show certain things yes but not any kind of fam tours we haven't done that I, I, we just want to thank you for coming on. Like, and like we mentioned, like your keynote was one of the high points of the event. Um, but I think like I heard Ryan phrase the one question called it your year of 
authentic authenticity and vulnerability, but I thought you were very one of the most authentic people in our industry way before this year and the event. So I don't I think you know you told your story a little deeper, but mm. um I think it's I think if you know a lot of people were surprised by your story, but still on brand authenticity was very much <laughs> yes on brand. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Because, you know, I when I first started in the industry, we're not done yet. When I first <laughs> started in the industry, uh, the two people that hired me at JPL Trombone, who were owners back then, uh, you know, offered me this job to be a DMC sales manager. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, I, I don't know this world at all. And I, I literally fell into the industry. And I said, like, how, what makes you think that I can do this? And I said, there's just something about you that we feel is real and don't ever lose that. Like, don't try to yeah. be somebody else. Mm. And I, yeah, that's something that I, that I believe in, you know, and I, I, I'll never sell Trablon or anything for that matter if I don't think it's the right fit for you. Right. Yeah. So I'm always going to be authentic and be real. And this is me. You like me, you don't, you know, you like my destination, you don't, whatever. Awesome. Yeah, and one last question. Okay. Have you been very successful in job interviews when you ask them, what makes you think I can do this job? Actually, yes. Actually, yes. The job that I, well, that one, it lasted 10 years. I, said, right. I actually applied. I was working at the Scandinavian spa and I had applied to have second income with JPL to, to be that person that holds the sign. Yeah. Right. They never <laughs> called me back. Next thing I know, they're like, okay, we want you to be our sales manager. I'm like, what are you guys stupid or something? Like, literally, <laughs> like why do you want to do this? And they're like, we saw something in you and let's just do it. So yeah. Aww. Danced for 10 years. JPDL is very, very well known for those people that hold this. this oh, are they ever? <laughs> and I was never that person. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks so much, MC or thanks, Chantal, as we That's like to voice. say in Quebec. Um, but merci beaucoup. This was amazing. I'm so it happy to have awesome. you on and be able to talk about it. And I cannot wait till we do that shot skeet all together. I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Some of us on our tippy toes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll bar. put Ryan on his knees. He's the only one falling out. Get on your knees. That's how it's going to play. Awesome, <laughs> Thanks so man. much, guys. Thanks for being part of the Illuminate Project podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. To carry on the conversation, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter at Illuminate Proj with an eight. Switch your mindset, stay creative, and we challenge you to not just survive, but thrive in the status quo.